0: and today is June 15, 2019, and we record, or we don't record, but we repeat next Thursday at 6 a.m. on the 20th yes, of June. And tonight's topic is our third mini-session on the Kabbalah letters that relate directly to the astrological archetype. And tonight's letter is Zion. Zayin is the seventh number. It's a value has number seven, but we'll get involved really about what it represents and its symbolic significance later. Just to update people, there have been three talks: one on Aries, which was Hey, yes, H E I, and then Vav for Taurus, V A V, and. They're very significant in a very building block method to give a deep insight into the energetic meaningfulness and intention of these energies that we relate to in astrology. Both Kabbalah and astrology are ancient. And looking as I read and and study these efforts, it's really a realization that it's perhaps linked also with Sanskrit. It's, I am not the, the eminent scholar. I'm only a student. But I do appreciate tremendously the contribution that Kabbalah makes with all of these deeply spiritually connected energies. So tonight's guest, again, is Dana Bernbach from Newcastle, New York. She's a certified evolutionary astrologer and does chart consultations. And she devotes her time towards understanding these Kabbalah letters and also is a pediatric nurse outpatient practitioner there. So I welcome once again, Dana. Thank you. I'm really glad that we've made this connection to work together to better
1: understand these deep insights. Yes, thank you. So great to be with you again. It's really a pleasure.
0: It is, and I might mention to our audience that our intention is to pause uh, through the luminaries through cancer and and. And Leo, and we'll return for Virgo, which again will be with Mercury, the other side mm-hmm. of Mercury, because Gemini yeah. is Mercury. There was so much I could begin with, Zayn. You know, I when you first read in uh, it, it says motion, which I did find some good information and, and, and insights on, but before that it really talks about other factors such as to remember, and the sword, the shape of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's really a spiritual weapon, one could say, because the sword relates to the tongue, and it's the, the battle that is worth fighting for to really gain spiritual comprehension. But all of this might be broader than what we want to begin with.
1: Yes, well, it's so interesting, as you mentioned in the beginning, that uh, Zion is um, connected to the number seven. It actually represents seven. It looks like a seven. So, so we know just from this connection alone that we're already on a different plane. We're connecting the. It's we know the seven relates to the emotional realm, but it's already bringing the spiritual into the physical. So the seven is very, very important in um, in Ka- in Kabbalah and the ancient wisdom because of this, because we know of the seven planets, the seven creative planets, the seven creative fruits, the seven days of creation, which are actually, you know, people kind of, um, people who sort of, um, ruefully laugh at that story as if it's a nice little story about in seven days. We know from the deeper wisdom that each day is um likely a thousand years. Yes. And these and these days refer to previous creations. So when we talk about Zion, we talk about the seventh millennium. Yes. Which we're about, we are at the threshold of. So it's very It's a very potent time, and it's a very potent number. I was quite impressed also to make that uh,
0: um, connection in my own brain. I thought, my goodness. You know, we talk in other realms about being at the 12th hour, but here it would be the 18th hour of the 24, meaning there's still hundreds of years. But it, it does give that real significance. Going to... The, the the source too of Zion you know it is a f- the feminine it was that energy speaking of the seventh day where and going to the well now it is the biblical references but interpreting mm-hmm. those in depth that f- because it goes back to the concept that the the great all, as I refer to it, or the, the speechless, the, the, the wordless, the unnamed one, mm-hmm. is an androgynous of, of all energy, male and female, masculine rather, or feminine, not to differentiate between just mm-hmm. personages but energy, and that it wasn't until it was separated, in other words, removing this feminine that is part of all humans, in order to create for for the process of of creation and that and it goes back and, and I'll throw all this out and then you can help dissect it mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that it it allows for creation because all of the six the six days prior or those six thousand years or the, the the other cycles will will con- constitute the physicality of development. It isn't until the the for, the connection the motion the interaction of the two of 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 these polarities that can interact that that it's like thought once words are it was like the letters are here. I'm sort of jumping around a little bit, but the letters are the spiritual vessels or the f- spiritual factors, and when they're put together, it makes a word that becomes manifested. In the same sense, mm-hmm. the the Zion coming from the Vav or out of the the whole, well, and I'm, I'm but out of the whole energy of of the androgynous, not that. Vav is androgynous because Vav is more masculine, which was the Taurus. But, mm-hmm. but going back to the original, that it, it it, it's as it's like thought then becomes creation by reflection, by remembering, by praising. Like they were mm-hmm. saying, it's part of the Yah praise, which yeah. related to to the God or to the unknown or unnamed factor. Mm-hmm. So it. By seventh, it really gives significance to what rust is, that it isn't just not doing anything. It's a embodiment. Would that be the right word, I think?
1: Mm, um, I think so, in okay. many ways. Um, well, yes, I, it, it really is um, in pictorial form, or as we spoke from the beginning about the ideogram. it really is the uh, vav, it's like, a, which forms the handle and then a yud on top at a slant, which forms the blade of the sword. So when we know from yud, well, although we haven't really delved into it, maybe when we get to Virgo, we will. But that is um, up in Chokhmah, that's Yah is the name of God up in the supernal realm in Chokhmah, in the unmanifest, before even the mother, before Bina. So there are so many deep mysteries about this letter Zion when you look at uh, the correspondences alone. Because within, when you look at Zion and how it's spelled in Hebrew, it's actually spelled with a Zion first, of course, its first letter, and then a Yud, and then a, a Nun. So we have embedded in this the father and the mother and the son all together so we're talking about the unmanifest aspect of creator and then the womb we talked about in He, Bina and then the sun which is literally the sun in Sikti Ferret. there's so many connections uh, between Gemini and Mercury and which is its own Sephirah Hod but with the sun because the letter Zion is the path that links Bina, the mother, with Tiferet, which in the world of Asiya, our physical world, is the the planet, the sun. So there's really incredible mysteries about how potent this letter is.
0: You know, thinking about Gemini, because just briefly with the twins, Castor, Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, one being mortal and one being immortal. Castor, the mortal, and Pollux, the immortal, and through death of Castor, this intense um, yearning to to be connected, and it was granted that, and even this, this the uh, constellation is seen half the year and half not the year. So whether they both. You know, symbolically with that representation, you. Know, but th- there's that connection between the death and the birth, and in the death of the spirit, you know, be- going into the spirit world is my my point of this, and thinking of this connection, this this traveling, this motion that that connects the all whether it's in the underworld or not. But once we're not in the physical, then it's the spirit world, heavens and you know all of it. So it is powerful to consider that in this totality that constitutes the wholeness, which would involve, if you separated it, the masculine, the feminine, and the births. The birth mm-hmm. of the child, whether, however, that's considered, whether the son or the the daughter,
1: mm-hmm. you know, of mm-hmm. so with Malchut, yes, yes, yes. Um, this is the the beginning of this is the top, in our, in our realm. Yes, Tiferet is the top of the triangle, the double triangle of our realm. So if, you, you, when you, if people are looking at the glyph of the Tree of Life, Tiferet, which can be conceived of or thought of as corresponding with our sun.
0: In the Tree of Life, yes, just yes. to mention to yes. people. And also the yes. six directions, yes. So when you say the top, there's... there's well,
1: the, the top of the lower triangles is uh, the sun, and then on each side is Hode and Netzach, which are Mercury and Venus. But when we're looking at the middle pillar, that's what I was just wanting to dive back to. Yes. Tiferet tops in our realm, the top of the middle pillar, which then goes down to Yesod, associated with Vav, and then down to Malchut, the daughter, which we talked about when we when, a bit when we talked about Taurus last month. But it is that realm, the the equal, the middle pillar yes. that unites the masculine and the feminine,
0: and sexuality really is often described as one's reading and learning, you know, deeply about uh, this letter. and because of the mm-hmm. fact that if you have the from the whole, you have the 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 feminine removed. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, in order to, to, to for that function of of, of creativity, which we have, and, and remembering too that it's within us, and again, that is a word because it seems like there was a prophet there um, that meant remembering and the remembering this yes, energy, yes, within ourselves mm-hmm. that that is really and to, and the stillness of the moment that was a big factor of this that it's not just to rest but to contemplate on what has been made and to give to thanks it's this reverence of of creation itself that is in many maybe a new age and maybe with the Indian culture and, and other factors of, of many meditations because it also relates to the chakras the seven lights mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so
1: yes well, we have the universe inside our body, so we have, um, for sure, the chakras, the sephirot, there's correspondences, because that's the Kabbalists, Kabbalists would always reiterate that the entire universe is within us as well. We carry that. And it's through um, the seed that we're able to embody it. And the Hebrew word for seed... From, that's derived from sperm, is Zera. And that begins with also the letter Zion. So there's really a very potent for, force in this letter, which is connected with Gemini because of the kind of intelligence that it's associated with. It's known as a disposing intelligence, which really is very closely related to discernment. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was so interesting when you when you opened a few minutes ago, and you said that I'm gonna um, open up a lot of I'm gonna put out a lot out there, and then we'll kind of um, how did you say categorize it? This is exactly or d- the kind of dissect it, <laughs> or something. dissect it. Yes. Well, it's a little bit. It's literally this the sword, the path of the sword, disposing intelligence, which is so related, of course, as we know with. The Gemini aspect of Mercury is to literally place apart, oh, yes. to arrange. I'm now we're I'm tapping into the work of Paul Foster Case to pr- apportion, understanding oh, yeah. in its proper place to divide, analyze, classify. This is to adjust. This is the kind of. So this is really why, when you think about why the sword, this is the. Um, Cutting down and breaking into parts and putting it into different places.
0: Manageable,
1: yes. Manageable. And what's so interesting is that it also means, this is the double-edged sword, right? Is that at the same time, it also means it's known as to nourish. So how is it that the sword can bring nourishment well, how interesting. It really is well, two it, sides of a sword. Well, it is, except the
0: further, I, I'm so glad you brought this up, and it's so fascinating just to listen to all your your perspectives and how you present it, too. It, it, when I kept going back to the fact of like a spiritual sword, that we need, it's the sword that, that like there's light. It connects, it's that reflected light the the zion from the vav which is the direct light that comes down from the all and and in that case it nourishes us because if we reflect within that we contemplate and we become that oneness that is of the all that in this world of polarities we're unable mm-hmm. to do but yet through polarity we can create so it's a mixed bag that way, mm-hmm. and it has been terribly misunderstood, you know, and it was recognized that way too, as I would read that it isn't just to lay on the and be nil nilified, but yet to be sanctified to be in present moment you know the the true form of meditation you know to yes, the true now the true yes.
1: now that is really um. Bringing back to the beginning, the the talk about the connection with um, the number seven, and the Sabbath Shabbat, which is literally means seven, and also um, it's from which the word sit is derived because we sit and rest on the seventh. So that really is to bring make something holy to like as you just said, so to sanctify to bring into the whole to be in the now is to be present in that rest yes because
0: so many times when one reads about manifestation it is that the steps involve feeling it and mm-hmm. in visualizing it but it is a a consciousness that that and in many ways too it, to remember thanks it has it came again and again that because of our direction we can get it's it's natural perhaps to think or to perceive that who is responsible what what is the real energy involved with what we manifest and yes we we allow ourselves to view things but yet there is this this energetic spirituality that we're all part of that that um more and more we can align ourselves and realize that in that realm is where we derive our manifestation
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it, it it's very interesting i wanted to actually bring up something here that um this is again also from the work of paul foster case who um I'm sure many of the listeners are already well aware that he did such um, deep, deep work with um, the tarot and the correspondences of the Hebrew letters and um, that, that form of Kabbalistic path. But when we talk about the path of Zion and it's connected with the tarot card, the lovers, we talk about a harmonizing of different, levels of consciousness. So it's kind of like what you were saying about um, how through the polarity to get back into the, to get into unity. He speaks about through our intellectual consciousness alone, of course, we're not going to do that. So how do we get to super consciousness? By bringing our self consciousness, which is very much in the intellectual side of things, with subconsciousness, which he says is the woman in the lover's card. The subconscious is the feminine. And through working through the subconscious mind, then we get to superconsciousness, which is when we tap into the realm of t the sun. And then through t then we can get up to the supernals. To the to the, the divine plane. That's
0: very well. Yes, I, I, I. In fact, I've jotted down his name, and I've. That's good. In fact, we happen to be this week. There is a a T square, and it's with the sun in nineteen degrees, in Gemini, uh, opposing Jupiter in nineteen degrees, Sag. Squared by Neptune, 18 or 19 in Pisces. And when you speak yeah. of that, I think, my goodness, this is really embracing that because it's the sun. It's the the will that we're expressing things through. And mm-hmm. it is the the higher consciousness of, of Jupiter in its own sign. They're all in their own sign. Well, yeah. And well, ex- yeah. trying to express this all of spirituality, the oneness. So you've spoken on so many factors and we both have trying to tie this together the divinity of Zion and and really the the fact that going back to that it's all within yes we have the physicality of there's a feminine with and the masculine person mm-hmm. but yet within this energy mm-hmm. I'm just thinking that I'm trying to link back to what you were talking about yes, there yes. dana well, <laughs> it
1: really is it really is um this you know we're getting when we when we talk when we speak about um the esoteric wisdom there's so much emphasis on what's known as the law of correspondence so there's so and this is just of course all of our talks are related to that numbers numerical value of letters and paths on the tree of life you know it's 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 so um it's 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 linking things that are seemingly unrelated to the naked eye, to the physical eye, and showing how actually they're not so unrelated. So with this Zion, which is such a um when you think of the sword, you know, it's such a um, militaristic connotation, how interesting that it actually does bridge it bridges the sixth into the seven. It really Pulls in the spiritual plane at that this point, so it is kind of funny thinking of so much about how we when we we're, we're talking about Gemini we think a lot about you know all the stuff that we love about Gemini the social the rational mind taking in just inhaling, to use that word because mm-hmm. Gemini and its association with the lungs, but inhaling all this data, but it really is sorting it all out, and ultimately it is to be used for a divine purpose. That Bringing the seven, the back to the seven. That beautifully
0: coordinates it. We'll take a brief announcement. This is Talk Cosmos. June, I have to remember what day it is. It's the mm. 15th, repeated on the 20th. And I'm speaking with Dana Bernbach about Kabbalah. And the letter Zion will be right back. While we take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We are currently in the period of Gemini. By leaving a cycle based on physical form, integrated through spirit, the energy of Gemini connects spirit with matter, focused on communicating and defining the external. Gemini is a mutable air sign signifying flexibility. Gemini duly focuses upon teaching and learning in order to synthesize the world one lives within. Hello, this is Wendy Wyrot, and you're listening to Talk Cosmos on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, where we unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconscious. Alternative Talk, 1150
1: on AM, 98.9 HD3 on HD, 1150kknw.com on the web.
0: Hi, Dana. You were just mentioning before the break about the law of correspondence and interlocking these apparently on the physical, the separation of, of, of matter that actually has a commonality. And you were mentioning about, which I think is a wonderful factor, the the Gemini inhaling this to find the spirituality of it i'm not sure if i just relating exactly but just to Mm -hmm. help you go on with your great um thoughts here
1: yes yes well i I wanted i i would be amiss to not bring up during uh, this talk how the timing is so aligned as you mentioned also the t-square that we're experiencing as we record this but also, we're recording this at the very end of the holiday of Shavuot, which comes, the name of the holiday comes from the root seven. It comes from Shavua, is a week, and it means weeks. It's the plural. Of course, within the root of the word Shavua, week, is the number seven, because We have seven days in the week. So these are the end of the weeks between the Passover holiday and this particular holiday that just ended this morning. And it's the sign. It is on purpose. It's occurring now. Of course, the Kabbalists were very aware of the timing and the astrology and the calendar dates. It occurs in the month of Sivan around between the six and the seven and the story of the book of ruth which is read during this holiday and it's actually the harvest of the wheat which is so interesting because when we segue when we we meet up likely at the end of the summer and we talk about virgo mercury's other sign we, how fitting that this is the the harvest of the wheat, and it's think of the sword cutting down the sheaves.
0: Yes, it's more nourishment too. Again yes. and again, these themes relate, and I think that's a really intriguing importance, the significance that I'm personally experiencing, and I hope we're and I and I feel like even I mean it is a very complex. I mean, it's simple, but it's a complex, um, it's life, you know, trying to explain all of this or decipher it. Um, but I think for those people that are interested, and I'm so grateful there are, that that they can begin to follow with us the realm of, of this con- continuity. And you brought that up. That's beautiful. Here it is, Mercury. On the one hand, it's the tongue, which is also the sword, it represented mm-hmm. as the tongue, um, mm-hmm. and then bringing the sheath of of wheat, which is that whole legacy of of nourishment of a food. Mm-hmm. You know, again, it's that further manifestation, isn't it, of of what yes. nourishes us or what yes. potentially can. Those are important words to remember too. Potential.
1: Yes, exactly, and also the word that. Um, means nourishment mazon or hazana encompasses and encapsulates within it the word the letter zion and it means nourishment it's through this path it's through zion and the sword that we receive our nourishment and that also we receive because it also means not only nourishment but it means to balance or to harmonize, which getting back to the type of intelligence, the harmoni the type of intel, the disposing intelligence that ultimately needs to harmonize the different levels of consciousness in order.
0: Yes, and look, unifying. It is, and to remind people, this is Zayn is at least in our modern language is how mm-hmm. this has been. Mm-hmm. And from what I was reading, it's yes. the source of all. Movement, which really, right, really, finally gets right back to that Gemini quality, because yes. it's as above yes. as below, and it's the the because of the creativity element, it's bringing that dynamic of of the light, the pure light, and reflecting it back up. It's you know further to be realized, but
1: m- movement.
0: I love. That. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, it's the, of course, we know with Gemini, it's the movement, the physical, and it's also the way, the walking. We walk physically, but it's also how we walk the path. Oh. So that's, that's, an, if, if, um. Oh, that's powerful. Yeah, how we, how we, again, how we bring our physical life together with the spiritual is we can walk and we can walk the path and that and there's the correspondence also in in the hebrew because holech which is walk or walking literally i'm walking and halacha, which is literally the the body of it's almost like the the law the way of practicing it's the same root it literally comes from walk walking which is which was known as the sense, one of the sense, the verb really for Gemini. Well, it. Articulation. Yes,
0: because Gemini, really, as far as astrology, also relates to our environment, our. What is within our um, space here, whether it's our sisters and brothers, and whether it's our neighbors, and and all of that. So it's where you, as you encounter these new. Um, things to categorize, you know, to find out about. It, it's very strong. And it yes. also, when I'm thinking, looking at this, is that the, that power, when you say the path, that makes me think is out to, it's the power within a person, from, you know, that causes them to speak, initiate, live. So, mm-hmm. in that sense, it's, 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 Like you say, that path is walking our talk, right? (laughs) And that's one of the phrases that
1: people... Yes. So true. So true. And it's that, yes, it's that power that comes from, of course, we see it, the sun on the physical level that provides sustenance and nourishment. And um, of course, we know it comes from, it's fueled from behind that through the different worlds, Yes, in light, we're using going this language,
0: going back to that, it's light being reflected that really uh, gets in. And when you think about it, that's what the soul we interpret. We, it's often said, our sun sign, our moon is what we, you know, reflect from our sun, which changes. So that's a little different from it, but you know, this back to the sword. It, mm-hmm. I was reading. It, it's a struggle. It's a struggle between opposites. I read. It, it's a struggle for existence, for sustenance, and so that's really. I guess that is relates also to how we're going to live our, 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 path, our walk, how we uh, rest in our
1: moment to re to create. You know, mm-hmm. Maybe what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's a struggle um, to, uh, I think, harmonize those and bring together those varying modes of consciousness. Mm.
0: Well put. It is. It is. Uh, a, a, oh. Um, oh, yes. Right. I was just thinking of the chakras. That's yeah. all. But I yes, think you yes. have more bring, for bring that in. Well, the chakras, again and again, it said that when, when, because it's related to the pineal gland. Mm-hmm. Uh, that 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 Zion sits on that penile p i n e a l gland, the throne, which was fascinating. It was like, ah, oh, that's the yeah. throne that's so spoken of so many times, and that yeah. the vision that one, the consciousness is is raised from the physical cality, you know, that comes up through the lower chakras that that's where we see these seven lamps that there's talked about in the menorah of mm-hmm. in the in the Hebrew. Um, I'm not uh, of of that um, I mean, I'm a student here. i'm I'm, I'm not speaking from any personal uh, faith orientation per se, but if, when you look at the menorah, which is a, a candelabra, it represents those seven chakras that that is within us it's it's never spoken of very often except in new age language but this is ancient this is where it's all very spiritually connecting to our real
1: essence yes yes and of course with the these the the, the terminology that was used was because the ancients also used these terms of course, there's the, the the poetry of it, but then the numerical value of the words and the correspondences were so rich because thrones are alim in Hebrew, which also refers to cosmic powers connected with BiNA have the same numerical value as um, Elohim, which is connected with Bina, the, the, the mother. And we Um, should
0: remind briefly, I'll just say be not is understanding. mm -hmm. And I I didn't jot down the other one, because that's understanding from wisdom from the all of it. And of course, understanding breaks it down. But like the mother, it it gives birth, you know, there's all this replication of, of conceptual thinking, you know, as the building blocks. And you were talking about words and and, and the strength. and the correspondences. Yeah, the correspondences.
1: And really how um, it's really, when you think about Zion and the path, it's really the sun that sits on the throne. So if we're looking at the path from all the way up in Bina and the line connecting it to Tiferet, that is the path of the sword of the letter Zion. So how fascinating and incredible that the thrones are alim the cosmic powers of bina are providing the throne for the sun literally the sun to sit
0: yes so that we can manifest it just like today's chart and i might mention yeah. to our audience that because of your distance and your work schedule we're actually pre-recording this on monday when this most amazing t square is happening but it will be it is actually being aired on the 15th on Saturday and then again on a a repeat program on Thursday, which it is every week at 6 a.m. So it is a sunrise sunset business, you know, which I think is fascinating. But the fact is, is that today the sun in Gemini, as we speak, of course, this is the archetype of Gemini that we're speaking of. um, And it's been uh, in a T-square, a, a, looking across a, a, of awareness of our, of Jupiter in its own sign of, of mm-hmm. Sag, which is the higher realms of the heavens, of the greater yeah. belief structures, and of, a, and in Neptune. So it is that sun yeah. that we're trying to, which you're saying, sitting on the throne, we're trying to integrate to sift through our own
1: ego centric understanding yes <laughs> well it really is because uh jupiter um connected with the Safira chesed called l on one of the pl- worlds one of the names of god is l is right below Chokmah on who's uh, on the on the masculine tra- path and then Neptune, there are many references, you know, in different correspondences <laughs> with Bina. Some say Saturn, but as I know that you read in Gnostic astrology, Neptune connected yes. with the pineal gland, Thank also you. there is a correspondence with Bina as the great sea also Shabtai and Saturn traditionally, but also Neptune. So we have the left path, the feminine. We have the right path, the masculine, and then the sun in the center receiving. And here we are talking about the letter Zion.
0: I am so glad for all of this. And it really steps away from the ultimate
1: judgment
0: rather than just noticing, recognizing, and unifying which really is a lot with Neptune versus the Saturnian, which has its purpose of of making a definition and a structure and a and a guideline and whatnot, and 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 we need in part of the world. Everything is part of the world and necessary in its own relationship and 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 dosage, as our teacher Maurice Fernandez would say, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. The fact that we're relating this to Neptunian thoughts, which really, like the sea, is this great, huge, uh, encompassing, without boundaries, uncontrolled, well, we can't control it, you know, the unconscious and the uh, nature that's beyond our, our control it it really puts it into perspective of of these are just factors of existence that yes okay if we're going to divide things one's going to be on one side one's going to be on the other side and they interrelate just like the mercury's caduceus which is the branch tree of life with the two serpents one of mm-hmm. the feminine and one of the masculine which also goes back to sanskrit which is again you know, which was fascinating to me. So, where the real origin is, but they relate that that the left, which we're calling Zayin, Z A Y I N, which was taken out of man, which was just given that name as before man was the man that we consider man. It was androgynous. Mm-hmm. So that's like whoa. Somewhere our wording and our thinking is a little mixed up in fact in something i read too they didn't have a word for woman so
1: yes i yeah i saw that also um yeah so many mysteries about the beginning of creation and because we're on the threshold of the end of the sixth millennium this all corresponding with the age of aquarius about to embark on a you know, the Kabbalists say the next millen, the seventh millennium will be back to paradise and bliss and perfection. Well, there are, pe- yes, the pendulum
0: swings, but there's a spiral too, connecting mm-hmm. the fact that remembering, you know, often in astrology and, and people remind us that the circle goes around, but it keeps elevating, elevating, ele- and, which is so Aquarian and mm-hmm. Aquarius. And Aranus and, yeah. and is the higher octave of Mercury, which keeps reaching in this sphere-like manner because if nothing else, Earth is hurtling through space going northward. So our cycle is going like the spiral. Yeah, so looking at this yeah. feminine masculine energy without judgment, you know,
1: back to... Uh, Exposing intelligence. Yeah, right. Methodically uh, arrange, apportion, classify. But there is an impartiality about that, and we know mm. that from Gemini. That's... um, Well, androgynous. uh, Well, also the impartiality, being able to take in so many facts, if you're judging and holding off, you're not going to be able to take in all that information. So it really is taking in and then apportioning and classifying. That's how I see it.
0: Well, that's, that's, uh, that's appropriate. That's appropriate. That is a factor involved. You know, when we look at, though, from this energy, from Zion energy being, um, the polarities being distinguished, the relationship is that there's a, a, taking that Going to light, taking that light factor and returning it and going back up. They say that Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. force of it returning back up to the very source, which there there are Hebrew words for it, which would be um, the, uh, the Keter, I think. In the tree of Again. life? Yes. Yes. The very the top, top, which is mm-hmm. the 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 one of everything, which is in male and female, the masculine and feminine, because it hasn't been divided, is so strong. And it reminds one that it's that soul factor, that comprehension of of consciousness that raises, That we're kind of rethreading some of our thoughts that we've thrown yes. out there today, because to interlace them, once things are divided, it's really like a many colors and many yes, threads
1: to bring it back together. yeah, but in a new way, in a new way, yeah in a, in a uh, for comprehension in a unifying way yes, yes, and it is
0: that light it's that um, so what I'm getting at is what was it that I was thinking of oh of categorizing yeah, there's might be some impartiality in a sense, but there's also this, life factor of creation of just creation itself that uh, and maybe for nothing else, remembering this idea of eternity that you know mm-hmm. energy never yes. gets dissolved or the eight. The eight. yes, and that here again we see that well, if that's a fact if if in Aries life started, there's that spark of the force of of just divinity and then it comes into a vessel of of consolidation um for for it's the light as we're saying penetrating down the the connecting going back up to you know between the source and and manifestation that here it's like again the the life never ends because it has this continuality of 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 creativity which has Mm -hmm. to do with being reborn, reborn, you know, when you
1: think about it in in that kind of concept. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of what you're saying, this notion that um, when we talk about creation as being separate from the creator and what we began, talk about a spiral, a circle, but in our first talks about the notion of the creator withholding himself herself the withdrawal oh, the seclusion in order but in the end you know so we know about that the yes the uh, the containment and yet in our world of polarity we see it as so separate but just to know that it's not Excellent. which is really the faithful intelligence we're getting into a different pathway but it's all one that's Creator and creation Uh are all together.
0: Perfect, because that shows where the veil, our seemingly, experience, which we can validate, we can touch a table, we can touch our skin, you know, we see trees, we know that things are distinct, but yet there is an underlying unified thread, which Mm -hmm. is what you're just saying, and that really, uh, which. Is exemplified through this motion of going between the spiritual and the physicality, just like Catherine right. Pollux
1: or. Yes. And the Caduceus. Mat- mm-hmm. Yes. And the material world is spiritual. It is spiritual. And. Yes. That's what we're here for. In fact,
0: I think last week with. Um, we were talking about. Mythologies, the twin mythologies with Wendy Wyrott, who's here in Bellevue in Seattle. And mm-hmm. I was reading a book on the spirituality in, here of Native Americans, and it isn't just isolated to the Native Americans. It's just one very strong voice, because I think all um, indigenous peoples, it's amazing that we even have to categorize indigenous versus other peoples, of the world, but yet you know factors and of further um, multiplicity, which is another very Gemini thing. You know, yes, right from the 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 birth of the twins, it, it shows that, but um, that everything is alive. It's it's really the spirit of you know recognizing what you're saying that it, inanimate, which yes. I've often thought too. You know and remembering that there's this this life source. It may not be alive in the sense that we live and consider, just like another person isn't necessarily like us. And that's where prejudices and unfortunate protections and fears all get started, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. because maybe the, the memory of hurt or whatever lasts too long. But a rock, you know, it's just, Energy coagulated into that, into that vessel. Yeah, that solidified form. Right, right. So Yes,
1: going back to everything is everything, everything. Going so, back to the atom.
0: So it is a struggle, and when we think about the fact that here we are in this last millennium, or some phase of some distinction, and long phase, you know, probably it's mm-hmm. like time. Really, if all's one, what's time? And then again, how do we measure it? And how do we know it? Except to realize that there are phases and there are developments, and that there is a consciousness, a raising of it. And there's also a struggle of, 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 of. If there's going to be oneness, that means totality, right? Everybody on board. Which, as we know in this world of current um, perception, is is has a lot to work on in that effort so we don't know how that's all going to develop but yet um, for those that like any growth process uh, is, is the direction it is the direction you know it is this direction of remembering it must have a lot to do with remembering going within you know it, of, of, of seeing those lights that we have within of of working in our own creative of
1: naming our own manifestation, yes, yes, unifying those consciousness levels and um, and bringing something in of um, of the heart, yes, the of the heart,
0: yes, bringing it
1: back to that, remembering
0: feminine, masculine is within. It seems to be a theme that we've talked about and it Mm -hmm. keeps because it keeps popping up and it's everywhere. It and it is is macro and micro, just like Mm -hmm. the universe we know with whether it's atoms with a lot of space or solar Mm -hmm. system with a lot of space. And we're going into our last minute, but we're we're getting there, Dana. This will be so much fun. Oh, and to remind (laughs) people that next week we are beginning Cancer. We'll have cosmic collaborations with four or five different guests to kick that off. And you're speaking. You're listening to Dana Burnbach and Sue Rose Minahan on Zion, the 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 seventh letter of Kabbalah of that nature. And we're looking at Gemini. It's been a fascinating talk, and we're going to continue with Virgo. What is the letter? Do you happen to know the letter for Virgo? I
1: believe Yud. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. I believe it's Yud. It's, um, yeah, we'll really take it in a deep way.
0: Well, we will.
1: <laughs> we have plenty of time now to, to, to go, go within.
0: Yes, we'll take a sunshine luminary break with Cancer and Leo. <laughs> the sun. Well, Charge ahead, yes okay well blessings to you to everybody thank you for this fantastic time all right a
1: pleasure really a pleasure all the best (laughs) thank you everybody
0: okay talk to you again thank you bye-bye